New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Well, hello again, my friends. Uh, I'm Ray Moss. I'm one of the pastors at uh, New Vision. We're continuing our journey through Proverbs today, uh, the wisdom book from the Old Testament. It's easy to think that this crazy world we live in requires more wisdom than ever, but but the truth is we have always really needed God's wisdom. The world world we live in seems complicated today. Well, actually it is, but I truly believe that God's wisdom makes the foolishness that comes out of such complexity of today's challenges much, much easier to deal with. So that's that's what makes this book so relevant for us today. You know, as believers, we should we should have a calmness about us because we're we're not only we not only have the wisdom uh, of God's word, but we have Christ living in us, and our hope for the future should not be shaken uh, by the foolishness of this world. Well, let's uh, let's read today's passage again. We're going to look at Proverbs uh, chapter twenty six, uh, just verses one through nineteen. We're not going to do the whole whole chapter. We'll stop at 19. I'll be reading from the NIV today. Like snow in the summer or rain in the harvest, honor is not fitting a fool. Like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse does not come to rest. A whip for the horse, a halter for the donkey, and a rod for the backs of fools. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you will be like him yourself. Answer a fool according to his folly, or he will be wise in his own eyes. Like cutting off one's feet or drinking violence is the sending of a message by the hand of a fool. Like a lame man's legs that hang limp is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Like tying a stone in a sling is is the giving of honor to a fool. Like a thorn bush in a drunkard's hand is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Like an archer who who wounds at random he who hires a fool or any passerby. As a dog returns to its vomit, so as a fool repeats his folly. Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than him. The sluggard says there's a line in the road, a fierce line roaming the streets. As the door turns on its hinges, so a sluggard turns on his bed. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it to his mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who answer discreetly. Like one who seizes a dog by the ears is a passerby who meddles in a quarrel not his own. Like a madman shooting firebrands or deadly arrows is a man who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. Well, we're going to stop there. Now, uh, Solomon, this chapter gives us really, really clear warnings on some people to be cautious about, or at least at least not give honor to. The fool, he mentions first, uh, one person defines as those who have a disdain for God's truth and discipline. The sluggard, who's just plain lazy, and then, then we see the troublemaker or meddler, uh, as some translations will make, meddles with strife not belonging to him. We all know one of these, don't we? Or as Brady likes to say, if you don't know one of these, maybe you are one. Uh, Solomon makes it clear, don't reward their behavior. Stay clear of their influence and don't be that person either. 
Avoidance doesn't mean judgment to these folks, nor can we be totally separated from such. The word we hear in counseling circles is boundaries. You know, it's, it's a real problem for a lot of people. Boundaries from a biblical perspective, uh, you know, continues to love others and sometimes even pursue others, whether we enjoy them or not, for the sake of the gospel. Boundaries does not preclude loving others as God has commanded us. Boundaries are about limitations, knowing when to say no to the ways of life uh, that we can't that can't that we cannot sustain, or leads us into selfish desires. Now, Jesus had times he had to be alone with the Father, but it was done out of love, limitations, and really wisdom that that had uh, that had a priority over the needs of really the disciples. So it's not unloving to say no to some things. I think that's what Solomon's getting at here. He shows us how these types may influence us. So uh, so it may be an uncle, uh, co-worker, or even your own siblings or parents who would be categorized as a fool or a sluggard uh, or a meddler. How do I avoid such and still be a loving witness, a friend, and a relative? You know, I, I grew up in the Midwest, Oklahoma, most of you know. Lots of open country, cattle, horses, ranches, and gates. The dreaded gate that someone had to open and shut every time dad or grandpa had to drive the pickup or the tractor to the pasture. Gates that really had no latch but just had barbed wire hooks. They had to be picked up and dragged to their open and closed position, which uh, when you're 75-pound 75, 75 fourth grader, that's tough stuff. Um Gates to a rancher are really tools of the trade. Gates keep the cattle in, but even more so, gates keep the thief or the predator out. Uh, no one is responsible for the integrity of the fencing and gates other than the rancher, the owner. You know, we too each have a piece of property. It's, it's called our body, our soul, and our spirit. We're the ones who decide who enters and who stays out of our lives now, most of us don't live on farms and ranches, but we still make the decision each day who to let into our home. You know, we can talk across the fence in a loving but limited fashion with a sluggard and a fool and a tr- troublemaker, but we don't let them influence our lives, or do we reward their behavior? So let's, let's look at these three people. The first of all, the fool. We don't give honor to a fool. It's like snow in the summer or rain in the harvest. Now, just think about that. Snow in the summer. It just doesn't go together. It would be weird, wouldn't it? So he's saying giving honor to a fool would be just weird. We don't do that. We live in a day where great honor is given to people because they have talents or wealth, but they don't really have godly wisdom. Giving them honor only encourages, well, encourages stupidity. Don't try to argue with a fool lest we be like him, Solomon tells us. Answer a fool and he begins to think he's wise. Like tying a rock to your sling, it just hurts you, not the target. And hiring a fool just hurts everyone on the team. Verse 13, he begins talking about the sluggard, the person who fears his work. Fancied difficulties, one commentary says of this verse about the line in the street. Always looking for the excuse to not work or an excuse for being fired. A sluggard is a man who's really in love with his ease. He has the same values as the fool in that he's wiser in his own eyes. So he does not listen to wise advice, even from seven men. And then in verse 17, we see he introduces the meddler or the troublemaker. Uh, He meddles and quarrels not his own. Sometimes we'll use the term picking an offense. 
that's when we inject ourselves into other situations that only cause more harm. Lack of wood, Solomon says, and the fire goes out. Yet the meddler continues to stoke a fire that should go out. The troublemaker whispers for the intent of sinking into our inner soul. His words are like the glaze of pottery, very thin, and comes with evil motives. Uh, you know, we we really have a, a new avenue uh, for the fool, the slugger, the meddler uh, to, t- to peddle their wares, so to speak, and that's that's social media. Now, again, don't get me wrong. Social media has a wonderful function when used properly, but as in most things, they can be used for evil. So our fences uh, apply to those we find in our Twitter account or, or even our national news. Do we give credence to their foolishness by listening to them? The fool is searching for likes and resends. It's how they get their honor. Now, to be honest, those are easy to deal with. I can simply click and they're gone. But Uncle Joe or maybe your neighbor who enjoys coming over and chatting in the shop, it may be hard to find those correct limitations. First of all, Solomon tells us that responding to their foolishness only incites more of it. Hopefully we can tell if someone's open to a real conversation as opposed to those who've already made up their mind about an issue. Simply not responding or encouraging the foolish talk can soon give a message that this kind of talk is not rewarded or wanted. But uh, let's, let's not miss the message here that we should examine ourselves in these areas. What makes a fool a fool is that he does not listen or learn or seek wisdom. The slugger just plain does not like to work. He's undisciplined. He fails to see work as honoring to God. The meddler or the troublemaker is not a man or woman of peace, but enjoys the drama and the conflict, not only in their life, but really in others. And as we've heard over and over in Proverbs, life does not go well for such as these. Well, let's pray. Thank you, Father, for these words of wisdom that are relevant today, as relevant today as they were in the days of Solomon. Help us examine our own hearts first and help us to be sensitive to the Spirit when we should deflect those around us who only bring harm. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Hey, guys, thanks again for listening today. Tomorrow's podcast will finish the chapter 26. And remember, we're just a phone call away. If we can pray or offer help with any matter concerning the church, 615-25-STEPS, and be glad to hear from you. Uh, Have a great and blessed day. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you Monday.